Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am very well today. Um, back from Cheltenham, obviously. You've heard my very long podcast about Cheltenham. I can only apologise. I think I went on a little bit too long about that, but never mind. Now, what also happened in Cheltenham is I went shopping. And there were two particular things that I bought that I thought, oh, I must tell you about. So first of all, there was a tea shop. Now, as you know, I like a very strong cup of tea. So I went into this tea shop and said tea emporium person, please can I have your strongest tea because every tea I have just isn't strong enough. And they said, oh, well, you know, we've got different flavours, different blends, all this sort of thing. Nope, want your strongest tea. So I have a, it's called a Jiri tea. It's a Kenyan black tea, loose tea. So I came back, tried it, made sure I didn't put too much tea in as this was their strongest one. Oh my goodness, it was so strong You know, when your teeth just feel the strength of the tea, I just thought, oh my goodness, I cannot drink any more of this. So I keep trying it with less and less tea in. And I've got to the point now where I'm putting in like three grains of tea and it's still too strong. So serves me right for going in and thinking I knew best. And then the other thing I purchased, there is um, a company called Vinegar Hill and they do a Christmas spice reed diffuser. And every time I find a Vinegar Hill and go in, please may I have your Christmas spice reed diffuser any time of the year. Oh no, sorry, sold out. I go into the one in Cheltenham and there were three, three. So it was like a supermarket sweep. I was there, all three. Had to then carry them back to the car because I couldn't carry them around the literature festival. But I was just so pleased and proud of myself. Three of these things, not had any for years. Um, So very excited. Got home next day, got all the the reeds out and put them in, set it up. Next time I went into the room, let me tell you, I thought it was one of the most disgusting aromas I've smelt in a while. And I've got three of them. So I don't know if I've changed. I don't know if the scent has changed. Maybe I'll get used to it over time. But it's certainly not the incredible aroma I remember it being. So, So that's good. So two purchases completely wrong and it just shows you shouldn't do a supermarket sweep even if it's something you think you're really really going to like I do have a habit of that um I should have just got one and then I'd have had an excuse to drive back to Cheltenham if it if it was so good 
so there we are. Never mind. Anyway, in this episode, I've got some brilliant, brilliant books to talk to you about. And I thought we'd look ahead as to what's coming out in January and just have a bit of a chat, if that's OK with you. So the first book I want to talk to you about is called Between Two Evils. And this is a book by Eva Dolan. Now, this book doesn't come out until the 6th of February, but I just thought you could pre-order it now. So it's done. It's in your shopping basket. We'll pre-order it with the library, however you get your books, um, so that you know it's on its way. And that'll be a lovely treat in February to look forward to, because February can be a bit of a gloomy month, but it won't be with this book. Well, it will be in a way because it's quite, um, you know, that there is a, there is a murder, um, but it's just a, it's just an astonishing book. So let me find you the blurb. So when young Dr. Joshua Ainsworth is found brutally murdered at his home in a picturesque Cambridgeshire village, Detective Sergeant Ferrara and Detective Inspector Zidjik are called in to investigate. Ainsworth worked at an all-female detention centre, one still recovering from a major scandal a few years earlier. Was this the reason for his death? But as they begin to uncover yet more secrets and suspects, they discover a violent criminal with a grudge against the police and has been released on a technicality. They know he will strike again. The only question is, who will be his first victim? So... What you've got here is the much waited for fifth in the series with these two detectives. They are a brilliant couple. It's based in the UK um, and they the writing is so fresh and robust that you really get to know these characters. Now, I've been waiting and it's fair to say my father has been waiting for this book for a long time. Every time I talk to him about what books we're reading, he says, oh, has the new Eva Dolan come out yet? So he will be very excited that I'm able to tell him that, yes, it's coming out and, and he can read this. Um, so you've got these two detectives that are repeated, obviously, as this is the fifth in the series. I would say you don't have to read all four to begin with, because that is the problem when you want to get into a, an author and their writing, but you're aware that there's so many more books already in the series. And it's a case of have I got the time to invest in reading those first four or do I just get stuck in? Obviously, if you have the time, you've got nothing else to do, then reading the first four, I would suggest, would be worth it. First of all, they're really good books. And secondly, you just get to know these characters more, what they've been through, what type of work they've been doing. And there are implications in this book or on what happened in the last book. I don't want to say too much, but so if you can, you you would be happy because they're absolutely super books, but you don't have to. The story stands up on its own. Um, and I think as well, it can be hard when there's been a gap in the series, when you've had to wait quite a long time for the next book. And crikey, poor authors, because the pressure is on them as soon as they've finished one. The question we ask, I certainly do, is oh, when's the next one coming out? And I think that must be so hard. You've invested so much time into writing this book and putting your everything in. You've just finished. It's just been published. Draw breath. <gasps> well, in this case, this hasn't even been published yet, not till February. And you're already being asked when the next one is. So I shouldn't do that. But um, there are some detective series, I would say, that when there is um, a, a gap, 
in them being published, you kind of lose your connection with the characters. You pick up the next book and you think, oh, I'm not so sure. It's a busy market. There are other detective series that I prefer. Well, that is not the case with this one. Straight back in, immersed in these characters and what's going on in their lives. I just really enjoyed it. There's meticulous detail. This book is not one to race through. It's a bit like a fine meal. You need time to chew it, to deliberate, time to read each page. You can't rush through this. And I have to say, I think that's a, a, my fault as well. With some of the books I read, I can immediately get into it and I can just race through it. And it, it is almost at, at race speed. Whereas this book, you just have to allow it the time. It's a big book, so it's fairly big. It's 467 pages. So that's quite a chunky read, but it is worth it. Just as if you eat a fine meal, hopefully, um, you would think, oh, I'm so glad that was delicious, all the different tastes and scents and textures. It's the same with this book. It's meaty and it's memorable. Very, very good. So yes, get that on your pre-order as soon as you possibly can, I would say. And of course, I can't wait for the next one in the, in the series. And I should also say that I've probably pronounced the detective names terribly wrong, for which I apologise. But when you read a book, it's just in your head, isn't it? Uh, but anyway, so that's Between Two Evils by Eva Dolan. And that's uh, published by Raven Books. And thanks to Raven for sending me a copy. I did ask if I could uh, because I was so excited about reading this one. And my um, my looking forward to it was rewarded. So thank you, Raven, for that one. So that was Eva Dolan. Next was an audiobook that I listened to on the way to Cheltenham and back again. And this is written by Jenny Blackhurst and the book is called Someone is Lying. Now, Jenny is a proficient writer. I think we could safely say she's written quite a few books um, and they're all standalone thrillers. Very much of our time, really good gripping books. And this audiobook, I would say, is her best, her best book yet. I really think it's an extraordinary piece. I love listening to it as an audiobook. I felt straight away I was in there. I knew what was going on. Um, and I wasn't thinking, oh gosh, I wish I'd had it on uh, on paperback or hardback. I wish that, that I'd been able to do that. No, not at all. It's just brilliantly narrated. So let me tell you what it's about. So one year after Erica Spencer falls to her death at a lavish Halloween party, the residents of the exclusive gated community where she lived have come to terms with her loss and started to move on with their lives. Then a post on the school's website announces there will be a podcast to expose what really happened on the night of the accident. Six suspects are named with the podcaster promising to reveal the murderer by the end of the series. Everyone in this community has something to hide and one of them is already a killer. What lengths will they go to to keep their secret? Well, this was brilliant. I mean, slightly unnerving that it's a podcast and uh, uh, yes, how the podcast is going to reveal the name of the murderer, but just brilliantly done. As I say, it's totally of our time. It Who who wouldn't like a podcast, she says, doing her own podcast. Um, but it's just how information is slowly released to you. Um, if you were presented with the full picture at the beginning, it would just be so complex. But the way that it's given out in pieces, in chunks. It's not too much at all. It's just mesmerising. And just when you think you know 
who did it, you then get some more information and think, oh no, gosh. And so it's not like one of those murder mysteries where um, you think you know what's happening and at the end they announce, oh, there's a whole other character that we never even told you about and they were the murderer. I really find those infuriating. You want to be able to have the information to hand. You do get lots of different segments of, of details to help you. Um, so it's a great book. It's a thriller. It's um, based in England, but you could uh, you could imagine it in the US as well very easily. A bit Big Little Lies-ish. Um, and it's it's just mesmerising. You just want to keep reading it. If I hadn't been going to the Cheltenham Literature Festival and been looking forward to that, I'd have probably wanted to stay in the car and finish it. And it was great to have it on what was a very long journey that day. So, yeah, I, I really recommend it. It's out in paperback on the 14th of November. You can get it now on Kindle, on audiobook, or as I say, you could just wait till next month and get it in paperback. No. I have to admit, I do know Jenny and what a lovely, kind, supportive person she is. However, another Philippa moment. Um, I first came across Jenny at a book club meeting. She very kindly was coming to talk to us. And it was a, a wet and wild night, shall we say. And the book club was held in a house that's very hard to find, I think. Um, and... Jenny needed to find her way out because it was, as I say, it was black. There was, there were no signs. It was the middle of nowhere. So I was the one going her way. So I was the one charged with leading forth in my vehicle to lead Jenny to a place of safety. And anyone that knows me uh, would say that if anybody was the least likely to be good at navigating and directions, it would be me. And so I was driving along this road and this road was getting narrower and narrower with Jenny following in her car behind me. And I was thinking, yes, right. There is a leading author in the car behind me. And if I get her lost, if something happens, I'm going to end up in her book as something really bad. So as I was driving along, then we got to this bit and there are these, they look like wild dogs in the lane. I just thought, oh my goodness. And the lane was getting narrower and narrower. And I just thought, this is it. This is, this is my story now. It's not going to end well. And then finally I saw a street light. And let me tell you, I've never been so glad to see a street light. I haven't told Jenny this. I've obviously to her, I've just, yes, I knew exactly where I was going. But anyway, she is, um, I, I'm just grateful to, to know her. And that doesn't, uh, that isn't predetermining what I thought about the book at all. Not at all. Um, I'd quite happily stand up and say it, irrespective of whether I knew Jenny or not. Um, so, this is one to get, I would suggest. So Someone is Lying by Jenny Blackhurst. Uh, and the other learning outcome of this is don't ask Philippa for directions anywhere. So there we go. Right. The next book is really a surprise read, I would say. It's one I picked up at Cheltenham Literature Festival. It's one that has been all over YouTube and podcasts that are book related. And it is another graphic novel. It's called Heartstopper by Alice Osman and this is volume one that I've read there's volume two out as well and the third volume is coming out early in the new year um, and it's it's a lovely book it's 200 let me just have a quick look 263 pages long so you might think well that's going to take a while I, I absolutely not I just loved it I just inhaled it I had a bath sat there and read the book in the bath and was finished 
quite quickly. Um, so it, graphic novel, I would say it's it's more, I don't know, more comic than graphic novel. Maybe I'm being, maybe I'm doing the author a disservice, I don't know. But it's it's light. But if you fancy something just different, or if you have someone in your family or a friend who is a teenager and just thinking about sexuality and just unsure about about things this is just a nice I think it's a nice book it's a good book um, and it's boy meets boy so the premise is Charlie and Nick are at the same school but they've never met until one day when they're made to sit together they quickly become friends and soon Charlie is falling hard for Nick even though he doesn't think he has a chance but love works in surprising ways and Nick is more interested in Charlie than either of them realised. So it, it's just a lovely book. It's beautifully drawn. The incredible thing as well is Alice, when she first wrote this, um, she got uh, crowdfunding on Kickstarter in order to get it published. So she firmly believes in this story and everybody that has come across it or a lot of people that come across it obviously do as well because they were funding her on kickstarter as well so i just think it's glorious i i do want to read the next one because i'm interested to see how these characters turn out and it's just a good way of helping people understand their sexuality um, and just read something light but with very significant undertones to it so i, I just commend that it's uh it's a it's a beautiful book with some lovely characters that that you won't forget in a while so those are my recommendations for now i have just started to read a book that i will really look forward to telling you about next time hopefully i'll finish i'll have finished it by then it's another meaty one that's taken me a while but it's called high fire by own colfer who wrote artemis fowl um, and this is uh, an adult one instead. Not an adult. Ad I hate saying adult because it sounds Fifty Shades of Grey. It's not adult at all. It's just one for the adult market. That sounds just as bad as well. Anyway, not children, not YA, older people. There we go. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. Crikey, it's a different book. But I shall look forward to telling you all about that next time. So... I just thought as well, I did, oh, I had a reader's question. A reader's question, I keep saying that, listener's question. So I'll tell you that. But then I want to first talk to you about some books that are coming up. Now, there's one particular book that caught my eye that's coming up in January on the uh, science fiction front. So I don't know if you read those at all, uh, but it's by an author called Danny Toby. And the book is called The God Game. So... Charlie and his friends have entered the God Game online, which rewards them for accomplishing each mission set. Charlie's money problems could be over for good. But then the threatening messages start. Worship me. Obey me. So who else is playing this game? And how far will they go to win? I just thought that sounded really intriguing with this sort of increasing online presence and it getting quite sinister and where that could take them. So that's something I'll be looking out for. But I do like looking at the health, diet, fitness areas to see what books will be published because I always think it gives us a good uh, flavour for what might be the themes and uh, what people might be promoting in the, in the new year. So let me talk you through some of the books. The first one, How to Drink Without Drinking. Okay. Uh, the next one, Breaking Up with Sugar, 
free yourself from the most destructive relationship of your life. <clears throat> yes, uh, the next one, the switch. Activating your genes for a leaner, longer, healthier life. The power of stretching. Staying alive in toxic times. The Zen Mama, your guilt-free guide to raising brave, kind children. That sounds good. And then the next one, why we eat too much. So, some interesting books there. Uh, I think the theme is that we have to stop eating, drinking, going online, um, getting old and being bad parents. So that's easily that's easily done. I'm not a big fan of these sort of non-fiction books. I used to be when I was younger. I don't know. What, what about you? Do you find that you look for these sort of books? I guess as book clubs, we tend to be so focused on the fiction. Maybe we should look at some of these non-fiction. Maybe it would change our lives. Maybe I do need to break up with sugar and free myself from the most destructive relationship of my life. Never mind. Anyway, there we go. So I just thought that was, uh, well, I thought it was interesting, but now I've gone through it. I don't know if it's interesting at all, but there we go. Oh my goodness. Let me just tell you, my eye has fallen upon something that does seem very interesting. Not that I can knit, but it's a book about knitting by Tannis Gray. Harry Potter Knitting Magic. This first official Harry Potter knitting book contains all the instructions you need to create over 25 authentic knits based on the Harry Potter films, including yarn suggestions based on the exact colours as seen on screen, along with the film stills, fun facts and original costume sketches. There are patterns for Hogwarts house scarves, for Mrs Weasley's Christmas sweater, of course, a Hogwarts house tea cosy, Seven Horcruxes tea towels and a cuddly fluffy, the three-headed dog. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, the knit your own headwig looks beyond adorable. I immediately want to take up knitting so that I can do that. Oh, that looks, it's a lovely picture as well on the cover of sort of the open case and headwig and the scarves and something saying nine and three quarters. If you know someone who likes knitting or Harry Potter or likes just crafting, I think that's going to be a phenomenal book. It's a shame it's not out for Christmas, I would have thought. Um, 28th of January, that's going to be published. But uh, definitely one, one to watch, I would say. So let's go on to the listener's question, I think. So Andrea very kindly has contacted me to say, why don't I have more library books? And that's true, Andrea, I don't. I've got nothing against libraries. They are amazing and I'll support our library as much as I can. My first proper Saturday job was in a library and that, that was amazing to be able to take so many books home and just read them and inhale them was wonderful. However... The people say, how do you manage to read so many books? That's because I take books everywhere with me on walks, uh, wherever I'm going out, when I'm, I read, when I'm cleaning my teeth, when I'm eating in the bath. So I don't think I keep books pristine enough to 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 take them from the library. I'd feel so bad if I got something, a mark on it. I just don't feel that's fair. So that's that's why I don't tend to go and get library books. But then it's like a bookshop. The minute I go in the library, if I'm taking the kids or dropping something off there or, or I've ordered a special book, I immediately find about 35 books that I have to take home. 
and read. Uh, so that's good. But I just think libraries are an amazing resource and we're so lucky to have them. Um, and these days to be able to order online as well and then go in, it, brilliant. So I'm all for libraries. It's just my reading style that I think isn't suitable for library books most of the time. So there we go. I have waffled on enough. Hopefully you've got some good book ideas, some things to think about ordering or looking at. And I'll speak to you again soon. Have a great few days and we'll be in touch. Take care now. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.